Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Welcome back to another episode of the rant. Today is Saturday, June twelfth, and we're we gonna switch. Football. We're gonna switch things up a little bit here. We got a little football talk. Oh, Finally, yeah. it's, it's much, Euros. A uh, year delayed. The Euros are back, and uh, you know we are both massive fans yes, of sir. the international tournaments, the sport in general, but but especially the international tournaments. They just have like a little extra. Spice? Yeah, sir. Well, they are. I mean, again, you, the whole international aspect of it does kind of get you a little, yeah, a little juiced up. Obviously, U.S. Yeah. is not involved in this in, in any capacity, but this we is, don't care. Yeah, because it's still good soccer. Soccer, and it's just like listen, it's the same principles like a March Madness, right? You got games all day, every day, essentially. And it feels like these international tournaments, they always end up competitive because even the random countries, like, show up to play. Yeah, like, because, because again, because there's national pride on the line, right? And, and you know, especially for some of these smaller countries, they're, you know, uber prideful. This is their shot at the king. Yeah. yeah, this is, like, this is it. This is the show. And uh, especially guys from smaller countries that don't play for big clubs, right? This is Who are trying to get, like, exposure. This is an audition. Yeah. This is... A way to everybody's just, watching yeah exactly and and that's why it's the best and the thing is also like you know like a march madness i use as the equivalent or not an equivalent but you know a comparison um for people that are more knowledgeable of american sports is you get all that you get players that kind of just like blossom in the yeah, tournament they get, yeah. they get they put together performances that just really put them on the map and it's 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 fun to watch right you, and sometimes teams just go on runs russia in 2018 iceland, at home iceland, iceland in the euros in 2016 yeah. even portugal in that in that euros was yeah went on a huge was run. definitely not a favorite yeah no um but let's let's get into it we're gonna go through all the different groups we're going to talk about who we like. Before we start, I want to say, I don't know how they built these groups yeah, because the, there's like one insane group, like one kind of okay group, and the rest of these groups are just cheeks. Yeah, it. I mean, listen, I guess that's good. I mean, I guess that shows that it was truly random, but it. some of these are very top-heavy and some of these are very, very <laughs> Some of these are just awful. And we're going to go through, we're going to talk about who we like, who we don't yeah. like, uh... You know, get some predictions along the way, and we'll start off with one of those with, not with, so great. With Group groups. A for awful, yeah, Group A for awful, dude. <laughs> this group is this is the worst group in the tournament. This is this yeah. group is is terrible. Well, because you got um, here, 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 we've got Italy, who we've talked about. They seem like they are just forever aging, right? And they never bring back. They never have any exciting young talent that you can hang your hat on and be like, yeah, okay, this is the next generation. They're like forever in transition, but without the actual young generation to carry them forward. Yeah, it's just a weird it's, team. Well, I guess they they've had so much continuity on defense, right? Which is they've always been yeah. super strong on defense. Yeah, but it's just if they go against a team with, you know, it's like any. Eventually, you're gonna break down. I just yeah, feel like they, they're they're, they just down. don't have any firepower and. I still think. I mean, they'll come out of. I mean, that group. they're gonna they're gonna win this group. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna win this group because this group is terrible. But they're not doing anything in this tournament beyond that. And then you've got Switzerland, who I 
Which is two really, man show. I don't really care that they've won five straight coming into the Euro. But hey man, World Cup quarterfinalist, like, bro. They're another one of the. Uh, <laughs> they're another one of these teams where it's like, okay, yeah, I guess they're like solid, right? But they don't. They don't really have any particularly exciting. No. They have two guys who are like they got a good goalie, Jan Sommer. Yeah. Well, and they have two high-tier European Shakiri pros, I would say, Shakiri and Jaka. Yeah. But is and that then, enough to get you far? No. Yeah, you'll I get mean, on the group stages most likely. Maybe, maybe. Most likely, uh, that would be my prediction at least. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just another team where it's like honestly, the rest of these teams are all kind of like that, where you have two guys who are solid A-tier pros, and then a bunch of guys who are like. Who well, they are play, you yeah, and they who play do you play for? I mean, they play yeah. like Wales. Same thing. Gareth Bale, Aaron Ramsey. How long have they been there? I mean, they're both hey, aging. Man. Gareth if, Bale. If this was like 2015, though, that Wales team would be Listen, nuts. Because well, that 2016 <laughs> Wales team went went deep into the Euro tournament. Yeah. So, unfortunately, they have essentially the same team minus what's Ashley Williams and uh, Robson Kanu. And Gareth Bale is... Old and, and it shows. Older and, and not Aaron as Ramsey good. Old and it shows. Older and not as good. <laughs> but another one of these teams that just like they don't really uh, excite me at yeah, all. At all, no, they, yeah. they don't. They don't. No. I mean, I guess Turkey. Same thing. I mean, two guys who are A tier pros and then a bunch of random dudes. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I do think Turkey will be the punching bag of this group. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I do think that beyond Italy, pretty much anybody could be that second team. Yeah, I don't well, think there's a huge difference between any of those other three teams. I was actually about to say, they're almost all so evenly mediocre. Evenly bad? <laughs> actually, it's kind of a competitive group. Oh, for that second spot, it's going to be super competitive. Exactly. So, I mean, maybe maybe we're going we're gonna to look silly here, but... We'll see. Probably not. We'll see. Uh, next group, Group B. Now, this one is intriguing. Because you got Finland, who's in their first yes. final ever. And yeah. similar Another to team with, like, two good guys. I mean, they've got, <laughs> what, Puki and, and... That's it? And Pianpolo. Well, Pianpolo's pretty good. He plays in the Bundesliga. I'll take it. But, yeah, on that. But, yeah, yeah. You he, got Belgium, who, again... We're gonna talk about well, they, we're gonna talk about a few teams yeah. in this tournament that are kind of in similar stages, right? Belgium had that golden generation. They haven't they have They're still not, there, but they haven't won with it. They haven't won with it yet, and this is like basically their last go around before a lot of these guys kind of age out, right? You've got the Hazards, yeah. you've got Vertongen, Alderweireld, you've got Lukaku, Witzel, uh Dries Mertens. And then obviously, obviously, I know you're going to. The talk elephant about. in the room is is an injured KDB. That is a pro. I would have put them in like top three, four teams to win the tournament. Yeah. If they had a healthy KDB without him, I don't know about that. They're still yeah. Without him, they're still very good. They still are. They're very still very good. Yeah. I mean, they're still going to smoke this group of winning, of be, being contenders for the whole thing, right? Even yeah. without him, but. It's going to be their their margin of error is a lot lot slimmer without yes. De Bruyne, and you're going to have to see just a hyper carry from Eden Hazard that we haven't seen in and a he few is, years. Yeah, he, is <laughs> he does not look great his, for Real his, Madrid. His fitness levels are are low. low. I mean, he's coming off the bench yeah. for them. He's not even starting for them yeah. anymore. So it's just a fitness issue. It's the dude just can't run. <laughs> he yeah. can't. I mean, yeah. the same thing with Real. Yeah, uh, but then you've got. Finland, who's the obvious 
uh, underdog kind of in this rando. group. But again, yeah. we saw that in last Euro with Iceland, right? Everyone kind of thought they were going to have a similar situation, and they came out and they they made a really deep run as kind of this. Sometimes super these kind underdog. of togetherness teams, like they just kind of do it, scrappy. You know, yeah, they, they just... wait for other teams to make mistakes and they capitalize. Exactly. Russia. Speaking of scrappy teams, yeah, exactly. We got Russia. Russia. And and we made the point just before we started recording. When Russia plays not in Russia, they're Russia. They're Russia. But when Russia plays in the country of Russia, they're basically They're the best team France. in the world. Yeah, they're basically <laughs> they're unstoppable. They are they are like a high press, high energy team. They're really physical and they're extremely well conditioned. Yeah. You, you know. Yeah. So Russia's kind of a wild card. They they I kind of like them in this group, dude. I don't well, know. They, they play their to be second. Play their first game in uh against Belgium in Russia. Yeah. Well, so they're gonna that, get that. That's ideal scenario because you. Get I think even if they finish. even if they get beat even if they get beat they keep it close and I think Belgium beats some of the other teams harder than them which helps their goal differential right yeah, I mean that's uh, yeah, I don't see Belgium cool. smoking on Russia like I just don't see that happening mm. but I could see Belgium putting four in against Finland or something like that. That's yeah. possible. And then, and then lastly, Denmark, who I think is a, kind of a dark horse for a lot of people. Kind of a sneaker to be, team, yeah. To be contenders because they're really balanced. They have a great goalkeeper. Yeah. Sick goalkeeper, yeah. They have great defense, great midfield, and you know a lot of people are saying that their their, their one weakness might be their, like, their striker, um, yeah. who's super, super young. I think they said he's 22 years old. But yeah. it's his first big tournament. I just think they're they're really balanced. They're experienced. And again, and, another one of these teams that these guys have played together forever. They're yeah. going to play mm-hmm. tactically sound. They're not going to make mistakes. You look at the you look at their roster, right? You've got Kier anchoring the defense. You've got Eriksson anchoring the, the midfield, and then you've got an a, this young a, gun a far, up front. But you've got a far above average uh, goalkeeper in in Casper uh, Oh yeah, he's he's a world class goalkeeper. So those are kind of like you know. That's the spine of your team, right exactly, there. Exactly, exactly. So I think if I am predicting this, I do think it's I think it's Belgium, obviously in the top spot, and I do think Den, uh, Denmark takes second spot. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Belgium and Russia. I think that they just scrap it out. I'm, I'm buying into. I'm buying into that they're just gonna beat the hell out of every other team and finish <laughs> second. I mean, obviously everybody's getting clowned by Belgium in this group, but yeah, yeah, I do think Belgium controls that group. Uh, group C. This one. Is this is of, a weird group. This, this is a weird, weird group. But I kind of like this one because Netherlands. I was looking at their roster. Oh, obviously, they missed. Loaded obviously, they missed the last World Cup, and they're obviously yeah. going to miss uh, Van Dijk, <clears throat> which is a huge blow. I mean, yeah. the best defender in the world is uh, is definitely noticeable. But they have a really talented roster, especially yeah. on defense. They have a lot yeah. of depth there, in particular. Midfield and back, they're just loaded. Yeah, midfield. They also have some some real talent, and the thing is. They have, let me bring up the roster so I can get everybody, but they have a couple players on offense that, you know, were really highly touted, maybe didn't pan out as, as, as much as they were, but are still talented enough. All right. So, so I'm just going to list off some of their, some of their defensemen, right? You got, uh, Delig, Ake, uh, DeVries. And Van Anholt, right? And then you've got Daly Blind, who's been around forever, who's still, you know, a solid enough player. But you've got... He's only 31. That dude has been playing for them for, like, 10 years, <laughs> at least. That's wild. And then midfield, you've got Wijnaldum, who's fantastic. De Jong. Um, and some young gunners like Van de Beek and... Timber. 
yeah. then and then Ford, you still got Memphis Depay, who's you know a still still a good. He's player. all right. Like, he's fun. He's not what he was hyped up to be, but he he is still a very good player. I, again, I think. They have the best personnel in that group for sure. I do agree for sure. That's I not think a they're. I think they take the top spot, and then I think after that it's between Austria, Ukraine, and I. I, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm liking Austria. Really, I'm liking Austria. I'm, I'm going to go with my boy David Alaba. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Obviously, you got to respect the uh, Bundesliga ties there, although no more. Yeah, no more. But still, listen. You stand by your man. That's fine. I stand by my man. Um, and they have a bunch. They have a couple other guys who like sneaky play for good teams. I mean, like got, Dragovic plays in the Bundesliga. Hinteregger plays in the Bundesliga. What's his name? Friedel like, is, is yeah. a great player. They have they have like sneaky some guys who who play in some serious teams. Arnautovic also like they have some guys who play yeah, around. Give me Krakowiak. I'll go Ukraine just to, just to be contrarian. All right, I'll go Austria. I, you know, Ukraine, we, we got to disagree a bit. Ukraine, uh, there's always like. A lot of those one uh, random Eastern European Soviet, team. Well, there's always those like former Soviet republics, right? You you look at like a Ukraine, Poland, Slovakia, where they just like they're kind of like peppered with really really high level players, and then a a bunch of other guys that domestically guys. Yeah, play play domestically. Right. You look at Poland; they have like Lewandowski, and and like Glick. They used to have Piszczek, and then Ukraine. You've got Krakowiak. Slovakia uh, with Marek Hamšík. I mean, they always have one or two of these, you know, really, really, really Just good nutters. players that play for yeah. great club teams, and then you know a bunch of other guys that are are solid. And then Macedonia, obviously the underdog here. I, I'm gonna be honest. Hey, Don't, did pull out a sick upset against Germany though. <laughs> still. Just befuddling. To Listen, me. I don't know what happened. It was a national good. tragedy here. <laughs> we had a day of mourning. Yeah, I'm sure all. Actually, it was more like a day of rage, but you know, same thing. You know. Uh, group D. Group D is a weirdo. Well, it's, this it's one, two this... sick teams and then two. It's it's not pretty so sick teams. In my opinion, it's clear cut. Yeah, this is clear. This is very England. Clear. Well, I, I I'm I'm calling England will take the top spot. I agree. Croatia, if this were the World Cup, the most recent one two years ago, we know what Croatia did. Obviously, they were. Yeah, uh, they beat England actually head to head. Yeah, it's just the Croatian team is they're aged out. They are they are old. I mean Modric is yeah. almost forty. Rakitic, I think Rakitic is there. Rakitic isn't even there. Perisic is thirty six, I 30, wanna say. Thirty something, yeah. He's old. He's he's in well. his thirties. He's he's in the latter half of his career. You've still got, you know, good good personnel. I'm not gonna say that, you know, Croatia lacks that. I mean they have good enough personnel to finish second in this group. They're, like, they're that's technically not a... they're technically better, I think. Than uh, than England is, but I just think England has the youth and maybe a little bit more athleticism, speed. Yeah, they got more depth. And and I mean they're better in the back, to be honest with you. I mean besides England, like yeah, Dejan yeah. Lovren and Domagoj Vida, I'm not super psyched about this Croatian defense, especially on the perimeter. And I think that with the speed that England has on the wings, I don't know how many of these outside backs are stopping I will England say, wings. Every year, Cro every every tournament, Croatia just turns up. Oh yeah, when they play, Modric just goes super saiyan. Yeah, Modric, but also th their defense. I mean, look at yeah. the teams that Vita and like Verjalco play for club teams right this before the last teams. World Cup, <laughs> and then look at the form they had in the last World Cup where they just. Oh yeah, he was. I mean, they 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 are a brick wall back there. They they just yeah. are relentless. So, yeah. 
I think it's clear it'll be England, Croatia, one, two. The order, and you know, is the still, order is still up to a little bit of question. Yeah, it, it, but I think it's it's going to be those two up top, and then Czech Republic, Scotland, probably just a little bit undermanned. Uh, uh, significantly and, undermanned, but yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> I'm trying to be honest. <laughs> Listen, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, England, England, Croatia. That England, Croatia game is going to be sick. Yeah, that English, Croatia game is going to be sick. That's tomorrow, uh, and that's early too. So, gotta set the alarm for that one. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. in uh, England, so that'll be fantastic atmosphere. This next group, I don't know. I mean, I know one team who's gonna. I know the team who's gonna win. Here's it. the thing: there's no egregiously bad team in this group. No, there's right. no each, team that's just each, like cheeks. Each group has had one team that's like clearly the underdog or you know clearly yeah. undermanned. But all four of these teams are respected. Pretty solid, right? Poland. We, I talked about it. They got Lewandowski. They've got Glick. They've got they've got good players. And another one of these teams, I'd say, like Denmark, they played for together forever. Yeah, and when you have one of the best players in the world, yeah. that helps too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you have Robert Lewandowski on your team. You're you're gonna find a way to do stuff. I will say though, personal rant about Poland. <laughs> I picked them to be the dark horse in every damn tournament. I picked them to make the quarterfinals in the World Cup. Poland. I picked is, them in the previous Euro, and Poland. I'm, the, I'm done picking them. Poland is the Creighton of international yeah. soccer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm done picking them. I'm picking Sweden over them. I I can't. Make the same mistake. You know what? Watch. I'm going to pick Sweden. And Poland's going to stomp them like 5-0. Yeah. Nick's going to have his calendar marked for, uh, what's that? For Poland, Sweden. For the 23rd yeah. of June when Poland yeah, exactly. and Sweden play each other. That'll be in yeah, I mean, Sweden. Or, no, sorry, in yeah. Russia. Excuse me. In my opinion, I mean, as I don't think Slovakia is an easy out. I do think they're not as good as either Sweden or Poland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I do think that that June 23rd, circle the date, that's going to determine who gets out of this group. Yeah. Because I do think it's going to be a case of like, one team's going to win all their games, which is Spain. Yeah, one team's going to win two games. Spain's one team's going to win one game. One team's going to win zero. <laughs> yeah. Spain they, is going to, because they're going to keep 90% possession. Yeah. Right? They're going to score a goal, and then they're just going to play keep away for the rest of the game. We know yeah. how Spain plays. That's yeah. how they play. It will be interesting. No Sergio Ramos. Yeah, that's Spain. wild. That's gonna be, it's going to be weird to see that because he's been there forever. Yeah. Uh, he's still kind of good, honestly. Oh, no, I mean, he's still very good, but he yeah. is aging, and they clearly are turning towards some of their younger guys, which is I'm happy to see, personally, because yeah. no offense to Spain. and it's I mean, listen, they play beautiful soccer, but it is really boring to see Andre Iniesta Sergio and Busquets. Sergio Busquets just pass <laughs> across the middle for, you know, 85 minutes. But, uh, hey, no Blaszczykowski for Poland. Oof. Yeah. What what That's... will we do? And no Lukas Piszczek. And no Ibrahimovic for Sweden. Well, yeah, okay. I, that I don't I think know. was a surprise. I know, but I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying. Listen, if they brought him back, I mean, I'd like, be all for it. Not? But <laughs> like, let's Here's the thing. I still think he's good enough to make their squad. Absolutely like, I still think is. he's probably good enough to make their squad. Ibrahimovic is like, ah, I'm trying to find a comparison. It's like Miroslav Klose at the end of his career. You well, bring him to put him in for the last 20 minutes and score a goal. I'm trying to figure out, like, who in the NBA I could compare this to. It's like... Who's like an old dude that you, like, who's still good? Yeah, it's like... It's like David West at his like end of his career with the Warriors, right? Like, it's like you still want him on the team. Like he still can easily no, give you. Actually, you know what? No, Richard Jefferson on the Cavs when they won the title. Eh. God, there you go. Mm. He was playing minutes. He was starting games for them in that final. I know, but is that the same? Maybe not. Uh, it's like 
It's like, like Tim Duncan at the end of his career. That's what it is. Yeah, it right, literally there we go. still or gives Dirk you for the mass. Yeah. Well, it, no, Dirk looked like a wounded calf. <laughs> wounded animal. And he, he was not put giving everybody twenty nine. I mean, Tim Duncan. No. His entire Tim Duncan was still giving buckets in the last season. Twenty and ten played great defense every night. That's Ibrahimovic, right? He is forty years old, and he can come in for twenty minutes and score you three goals. Yeah. Regardless of the you know yeah. composition. You can't play him for more than 20 minutes, but for those 20 minutes... And he's not going to run. Do not expect him to run. No, no. Um, He's not going to play defense, but, you know, it is what it is. And then the last group of the... Oh, man. Yeah, this is is where I asked how these groups got made, because this is ridiculous. Well, this is unfair, because we deserve to see France. One of these teams... Yeah, and one of these teams is not going to make it in the next round. France, Germany, Portugal, all are deserving to make the next round. The fact that one of them is going to miss it... These are three of the six best teams in the tournament. Yeah. The fact that... The fact that one of those three teams is not going to make it is, absurd. frankly, a travesty. Yeah. Um, because you know why it is though. It's because Germany did so terribly in the last World Cup. Their oh, yeah. world ranking is awful now, so they have nothing to blame but themselves. But this is still ridiculous. And, and it's just—it's really a shame because I know yeah. personally. I mean, France, Germany, Portugal have the be- some Obviously, of the biggest star talent. power besides like England and, and Belgium. Death. Maybe they have some of the biggest star power reputation i mean it's a shame it's a shame i yeah. obviously we both agree france is probably the shoe in to win the whole thing i don't think there's really I, a question that they will I come agree. out of this group with an I, in, without without kdb on belgium i'm not picking against france yeah and germany as you mentioned about their result against north macedonia they've had some ups and downs recently yeah they're still well, we didn't even know who was going to be on the team until a month ago it was just the thing is like germany I mean, they still have such good players that it's hard to say they are not making it out of the group. Yeah, but then you. Part of me still wants to pick them against Portugal, but then I'm like, mm, but here's I don't the know, thing. man. This German defense is bad. That's the thing. It's, it's like bad. Well, because you've got like an ancient Mats Hummels, and then you've got like a transition. You know, you don't have both. Yeah, but it's anymore. like there's I don't there's not a single other defender. On Germany, like even people like Antonio Rudiger, I don't think he's an A tier defender. I'm sorry. I mean, Chelsea fans will agree with me on this. He's he's sometimes there, sometimes not. And if you catch him on a day that he's not there, I mean, it's like playing with three guys there instead of four. It's it's just bad. Well, and it's and just, it's for so long Germany had that really really that good tandem. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it was like every tournament. Every game was like you could just pencil in Boateng, Hummels, and Lom, and you're like, okay, we're good. You didn't have to worry about it. And now, I mean, again, Hummels is old. Boateng's not there. Lom's not there. Yeah. So you're gonna have to you know rework that back line. When Kimmich isn't even playing outside back now because he's playing more defensive mid, so it's like, well, there's one of your best players who's not playing in that position either. But I do think Germany, middle and up. Is just still loaded team. to the max. Yeah, they are just even stacked. Though, even though Cruz and Muller are getting old, they're still effective. You've got Kimmich. And the thing is, Muller is still best, nuts. Best players in the world. Yeah. And then you got Gnabry, Sané, Kai Havertz, yeah, Timo Werner, really Luka Waldschmidt. Like, you're... Middle and up, they're stacked. It's the defense that worries which me. Is, and Portugal it's ironic, is like... usually it's the other yeah. way around with Germany. Yeah, yeah. Usually you're loaded in defense. I mean, legendary defenders have come out of... Germany over the years. Portugal, I mean, we know what Portugal is, right? And and here's Portugal the thing. Portugal is CR seven. Portugal plays honestly. I really appreciate the way they play because they play. I would say very comparable to the way American sports are played, where you have one Your guy, one absolute superstar in Cristiano, 
And then the rest of the team, while they're still like some very, very good players, they do the role extremely well and they they know that this is Cristiano's team. We're going to play really, really well off of him and around his strengths. And then that in change makes the whole team better. Because like, look yeah. at it. In the last Euro, they were, you know, they were they were expected to be good. And they made it a lot farther than... Yeah, maybe like last eight. Yeah, but yeah. now we're just expecting them to win. And they just... They, they play just so fluidly together that it's visually appealing, but also just they play... I'm trying to th- find a a team that's kind of like them in in American sports. But... It's like the old can't... school New England Patriots. Yeah, but it, it was really Tom is. Brady and everybody else. Yeah, because you've got... I mean, I, I, yeah, it's that's actually. I think that's a great example. It's it's the old school New England Patriots. Yeah. Or 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 the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's I mean, so... yeah, Joao Felix is like a nice second fiddle or Bruno Fernandez, but like, let's be real. This is Cristiano, and then it's about everybody. Yeah, else. exactly. And it doesn't matter that Cristiano's almost forty years old. He's still no. at, at the top of his game. He's still a top four player in the world without question. Mm-hmm. Like, and, so, uh, uh, and he always like... turns it up for the national team. He's. It's funny. He's. He's one of the very few superstars that who, when he plays for his national team, he doesn't act like a superstar. He's like, he relishes the opportunity to just carry his country. Like, he doesn't care that he doesn't have a lot of help. And he's just like, nah, I'm going to put this thing on my back and let's go. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like Forlan back in the day for Uruguay. He's like, you know what? Like, we move in this thing. Like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I respect, honestly, Portugal Cristiano is just a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah. Absolutely, and and like you said, I think also their supported cast this year is better than is way better than yeah. it's been. Because oh, you yeah. mentioned Joao Felix, you mentioned Bruno Fernandez, like they have talent at you know all yeah, that's elite talent to the field, yeah. and they still got Rui Patricio uh, between Hold sticks, the which is yeah. again I feel like he's been around for ages as well. But hey, man, and Ruben Diaz and Pepe and Nelson Semedo. And th- Renato, this is like Renato Sanchez. Yeah, this is the this is the run back Portugal defense from. Four years ago, uh, this. Um, I will say though, their 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 supporting cast is way better than it's been though. I mean, oh, some absolutely. of these guys like Carvalho and Sanchez and Gades, like these guys play for real teams. Yeah, yeah. I I am gonna be honest. I I, I might want to pick him over Germany, I, bro. I, honestly, <laughs> I know you are conflicted, right? Obviously. Yeah. But I'm gonna go Portugal. Yeah. I'm gonna go Portugal. If not for the I sweet think I have jerseys, to, I, I, if not for the sweet jerseys, I think I have to pick Germany or like somebody might come burn my house down. But yeah, you can't say that too loudly around you. Yeah, uh, I think I'm, I, I gotta go France and Germany just for, for the safety of my family. Shots. I know, I know, I know. I'm doing it. I, I gotta do it. I, you know what? I'm, I'm sticking with it. Let's talk. Here's the thing. We didn't talk about France for very long, but let's just talk about their team because it, yeah, they don't need discussion. France is France. Yeah, but they're like, unreal. Their roster is just it's so stacked. stacked. I mean, it's loaded. It's loaded. It's loaded at every level. Like their second goalie is still better than like half the team in this tournament's goalies, right? Steve Mandanda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, he, I mean, they've got. Well, the wild got, thing is, you have the two Bayern Munich like starting outside backs, Pavard and Lucas Hernandez. And then at the center, you have Varane, Kimpembe, and Zuma. You can literally... You have guys on the bench who would start for many of the teams in this tournament. Yeah. Think about it. They're going to have to pick three midfielders out of Conte, Pogba, Lamar, Tolisso, and Sissoko. And Kingsley Coman. And even Rabiot plays for PSG. I mean... 
Yeah. And up front, obviously, I mean, forget it. Dembele and Bappe. Wow. They're actually they're they're bringing, on the bench with Benzema, Ben Yedder. Benzema, Ben Yedder, and Marcus Taram. Like, this team is just... I kind of want this team to just one day, one day say, screw it, and play like a 4-2-4 like we're playing FIFA 21. Just play with four attackers and just see what happens. When they're playing like Hungary or something, just try and win 6-0. The world needs that to happen. We need to see. <laughs> we need to see. Moment that we need. We need to see a front four of Dembele, Mbappe, Griezmann, Ben Yedder, and just you know what? Just play Pogba and Conte in the middle for all I care. And then I don't even care who you put at defense. And throw me in goal. It doesn't even matter. Okay, and and just beat a team six nothing. Like let's just do it. No, I put them in their own tier this tournament. If if KDB was healthy, I'd put in the top tier. I put France and Belgium. Without a healthy KDB, I'm putting France alone in the heavy favorite category. And then under that, I have contender category with like four or five of the teams. Yeah, I would agree. There's there's top tier, France is in, in their own. And then below that, yes. I'd put like Portugal, Belgium, England, right? Teams that are really, really good, but I think... Portugal, just... Belgium, England. Uh, I'm going to be a little contrarian. I'm going to throw Spain in there. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I saw the way they played Germany a couple months ago. And then under that, we're going to put, like, can win it. Probably won't. But I wouldn't bet of, my house on. Well, yeah. just because of, like, personnel issues. And it's, yeah. like, Germany I'm putting, because they're putting Germany they're in there. Yeah. I'm putting Germany in there. I'll put Croatia in that tier yes. as well. Yes. Um, I don't and know if there's got, anybody else you want to put in that tier. And then everybody else is just different. That's below that. Yeah, underdog. Like, Dark Horse tier is, like, Denmark, Poland. Sweden, Denmark, Poland, some rant, maybe Russia, and yeah. like that's it. And then below that, below that is teams underdogs. that are happy to be here. Underdogs. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, love the. I mean, here's the thing: the first, the first couple matches are going to basically say like, because we can look at the squads, we can look at who's there and who's not there, and we can say whatever. We've seen teams with great personnel. They play the first match. You're going to be like, oh no. Yeah. They, and you've they, seen teams with bad personnel. You watch them play the first, or like not bad. I don't want to say that. Nobody they just bad. Look but like, out of sorts. Teams with less known personnel, and they play the first game. And you're like, oh man, these guys are nuts. Yeah. Right. Again, well, here's especially the, here's with guys who don't play for big name teams. Like you don't know even who's good. And, and who's that's not. why, in my opinion, I, I I mean I love like international tournaments because of that. Because you get teams from smaller countries of guys that. Don't play for big clubs, and they just ball out because yeah. it's just. And you're like, point, man, it's, what? It's just a hundred percent pride at that point, and it's yeah, it's it always makes the games more interesting. It always makes the games yeah. more interesting. Yeah, because I mean, we can award titles on paper, but we've seen, I mean, who can forget Germany in 2018, defending world champion? You know, brought the same roster pretty much, and they got smoked by South Korea in the group stage, mm -hmm. and were kicked out of the tournament. Yeah. I mean, it was the same. We've, we've seen just super teams come in and just get wrecked in the first round. And we've seen teams, you know, that were complete randos make it to the final four. Well, I mean, and we saw listen, nobody was picking Croatia making the final four in, in 2018. Uh, I mean, like Not many people. Okay. I, and you also saw the other side of that where you saw teams like the Netherlands and Italy, powerhouses, yeah. miss the World Cup completely. I'm not gonna even throw mm -hmm. USA in there because we're not a powerhouse. But no, <laughs> nope. <laughs> but Italy, the Netherlands, Spain, not Chile, make, not making the World Cup, massive. And I think that yeah. honestly, that's that's good for all sports when there's parity, right? Anyone can be anybody on any given day. That makes it more exciting. Yeah, I, I think when you see when you see 
and like we talk about this in, in, in international sports, and I say this often about, about my sport as well. I don't think that people truly appreciate like what it means to have many countries who can win a world title in a sport, right? Yeah. Because you say like, okay, you look at the other because in, in the U.S. we kind of focus on American sports, right? We focus yeah, on and we crown a obviously no international, but it's only yeah, you know yeah. U.S. and like a Canadian Canada. Team, right? The only truly international sport, and I even hesitate to call it truly international sport, is basketball. And even that's not really international because there's no team that can touch the United States. Well, and there's right? no that's leagues. Not, there are no leagues in other countries that are even on the same level, right? The next yeah. bi- next biggest league in the world is what the CBL. It's the Euro League. It's like the Euro League, which is like maybe. yeah, I guess. But even that, while it's good, is still not NBA level. You have two or three no. great teams and then yeah, the rest are still not very yeah. good. And, and, and I just think that country-wise, there's not another country that can even come close to the United States. And we've seen that in the right? Olympics. I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, so you have to look at sports that in the United States we might not think of as popular, but in the world are very popular. Rugby, Things like cricket. volleyball, rugby, handball, soccer, uh, water polo, cricket. Yeah, exactly. Baseball. There are, cause baseball even baseball. Baseball's got the entire... Caribbean, they've got South America, they've yeah. got Asia, US, Asian countries, and now yeah. even a little bit Europe. Yeah. I mean, so these are sports that have multiple countries that can win world titles, and that's what makes them interesting, right? Yeah. I'd love for basketball to get to that point someday where it's just like, you know, you've Hopefully got, you've in got our lifetime. 30, 30 plus teams that have a legitimate chance of, yeah. of, of you know, winning the Olympics. We don't have, obviously, like a World Cup equivalent of the NBA, which is honestly something to look at. That'd be sweet. World Cup of basketball? Well, we cool. have it. The FIBA World Cup. I know, but it's... But nobody cares about yeah, it. <laughs> it doesn't have the... Uh, no, the no, it doesn't. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, this is this would be a good tournament because obviously it's all building up to whoever France is playing, but I feel like up until that point, it is it is kind of... Well, and France still has to play the games, right? I mean, let's not and discount the fact they are in a brutal group. Yeah. They are in a brutal group. Yeah. But I will just There's say... There's no cakewalk here. In years past, I feel like it's pretty predictable, right? There's there's clear cuts. This year, Less there's a little so. bit more. There's a little bit more intrigue. A few more question marks with some of the and, because know, a lot of the big teams exactly teams. have question marks. Exactly, a lot of the big teams have question marks. I'm thrilled. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm hyped, man. And, and the great thing, great thing, waking up mad early, yeah, Coca Cola popcorn, just watching it all day, bro. That's that's, that's the, also the great thing because we got the NBA playoffs going on at the same time. The games are in the morning and early afternoon. So you can yeah. get up, watch them. So you get your three through. Euro games, and then you can get, get your up, NBA playoff games. Watch straight through, and then all of a sudden, NBA playoffs start, and you're set. That's the yeah, beauty of it. And it's a month long, and we lead right into the Olympics, which is also fantastic. Oh, I can't wait, bro. Because uh, My sport what, gets to shine! June 11th to, to July 11th, and then the Olympics start like July 23rd bro. or something, right? I could I could do the analysis for like three different Olympic sports off the dome because I just follow them that closely and I'm very hyped for them. Oh, I can't wait. It's prediction, gonna be a great summer. Prediction player of the tournament for the for Euro. Conte. I'm gonna go with my guy, Mbappe. Wow. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's fair. I mean, we both have him from the same country. Yeah. So. It, I mean, it's gonna be France. It's gonna be whoever wins yeah. the tournament. And, uh, I feel like Conte deserves a big honor, man. That dude has just gone without a big honor for so long. He's, he's also nuts. Just like the like epitome of like just grind. He's, he's a great dude, also. He's 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 an A plus tier dude. The most unlikely of superstars, and he's just disgusting. Plays with a broken iPhone, dude. 
doesn't replace his iPhone, despite literally earning enough in a day to buy probably five iPhones. Gotta <laughs> yeah. love Angola Conte, man. Hey, All right. We're, uh, we're thrilled to be talking. Yeah. Some, some After the first talk. couple rounds of group games, we'll... We'll come back when we see who actually lived starts, up to expectations. Well, see, and, who yeah, and we'll see who starts to kind of separate themselves and, or who, yeah. who is surprising us. True. We'll, we'll actually be able to go off some concrete results as well. Can't yeah. wait. All right. I think that's All it. Right. That's the show. Sweet.